Hello everyone, I hope you all are doing good. This is Rinku and you are listening to The Baby Brain. Welcome back to the another episode. Today I am very very excited because of three reasons. One, this is the first episode of 2023. Second, today is the day, 8th of January when the name the baby brain was born a year back so it's been a year since we came up with this name third we have miss shubhika singh chundavat with us who is a licensed clinical psychologist in india and the united kingdom additionally she's trained in emdr therapy and is a certified clinical trauma specialist she has her private practice by the name holistically yours holistic because she focuses not only on mental and physical health but also on spiritual health she is also a host of a mental health podcast by the name the indian shrink which is available on five channels that is spotify anchor amazon music google podcast and apple podcast so i'm sharing the link of her podcast in the description if you want you can go to her podcast and listen to the indian shrink which is a very beautiful podcast i tell you so tune in with me as she shares her insight about how to make effective resolutions and what are some small habits that we can inculcate in our daily lives to make our lifestyle better and usually we fail to be consistent with our resolutions so here she will also be telling us why do we fail and what are the steps that we can take to be consistent with our resolutions so i am really excited let's get started Hi Shubhika, how are you? I'm good. Thank you, Rinku. How are you? How's the cold? I'm good as well. It actually it's it is better. And first of all, I would like to thank you for accepting the invitation. And it is an honor for me to have you on this podcast today. Thank you. Pleasure is all mine. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yes. So, what are we going yeah. to discuss today, Rinku? Yeah so today we are going to discuss about how to set effective resolutions because we see that people set resolutions but then they fail in following those resolutions or they just forget after some time that they had set some resolutions or something to you know change their lifestyle or their habits but then they fail so i was just thinking around this that Uh, we should talk on this and this is a new year this is the first episode of the baby brain of 2023 so it can help a lot of people and not a lot of people i would just want that even one person gets benefited from this it is good actually sure so, i think it's an interesting topic and uh, it's the most uh, searched and most uh, talked about topic around the new year so yes let's let's explore this Yeah but before starting uh, I would like you to tell our audience about your podcast the Indian shrink because I was going through your podcast and I really liked it so I would like our listeners to know more about it Thank you so much for bringing that up so I have my own podcast by the name the Indian shrink and I do talk about some of the 
common topics that general mm. topics that can be applicable to a lot of uh, people they are simplified psychological trying to sort of clarify some of the psychological terms and somebody who mm. doesn't want to be in therapy for uh, small issues they can always listen to my podcast it's still new so i have not done a lot of episodes but i've uploaded i think some 10 episodes so Uh, mm-hmm. It's a good start, so I feel like uh, anyone who's interested can check it out. It's available on uh, five platforms, so yeah, I mean, it's available on uh, Spotify, Amazon, Apple, Google, everywhere, so they can check it out. Yeah, that's so beautiful. I uh, I came to listen one of the episodes, Queer Up, I guess it was, and yes. it was really beautiful, and the way you explained everything, it was really beautiful. I really like that. Thank it. you. Thank you so much. Thanks a lot, Rinko. Yes. Yes. So to start with the topic of today's discussion, that is resolutions. Yeah. So I would like to ask you that uh, how does resolutions benefit a person? Like why do we take it? As soon as the new year comes, everyone goes up and start uh, making their resolutions, changing their lifestyles. Uh, why is so? How does it benefit? So I think the idea of a blank slate. is something that's very tempting to people hmm. we feel like you know we see the time of an year those 365 days as something that okay one year is gone and maybe from this year i can start fresh i can start new that's just hmm. something and that sort of sort of feeds into the whole idea that you know our own magical thinking that okay just because i've thought that this year is going mm. to be like this or this year is going to be the year when i'm where i'm not going to smoke or where i'm going to lose 10 kgs or whatever or i'm going to learn violin or something like that just the thought of it it's in itself is so motivating and it's so you know encouraging that people think that okay now that i've thought it will be done so i think yeah. it just stimulates that part of your brain where you feel like okay that maine socha hai to ho hi jayega you know so i think that is something that sort of every year that's the same cycle that everybody gets into and like i said the idea of a blank slate is something that everybody uh, likes hmm. you know i mean be it at the end of a year be it at an end of a course be it an end of a relationship be it an end of any any i think at any point in anyone's life when you're hmm. told that why do you think in for hindus you know going to ganga and taking a dip in that water is so popular and it's so something that everyone wants to do because again taking a dip in the ganga water is again giving you that blank slate so to speak yeah. that oh everything is washed up now from here i'm a new person so i think that's the whole idea yeah i i agree i totally agree but then uh, you know people make resolutions but then they fail like they would follow it for a few time and then yeah. they would just stop doing it like i have seen most of people and uh, mm. i was just listening to a podcast a few days back and that also mm. uh, the lady was uh, telling that around maximum people like around 50 to 60 percent people they make resolutions around their physical health their body yeah they would mm. go to gym or they would lose weight or gain weight so most mm. of the resolutions are around this only and i have personally seen a lot of people uh, making resolution that okay this year i would just go to gym regularly because yeah. as uh, 
it's it's common in boys i guess i'm not stereotyping it but it's more more common in boys they would just pay for the whole month or the whole year but then they would just go for a few days or two days one week that's it and they they would just stop it same happens when uh, we make resolutions about whatever whatever resolutions we make but then after some time we fail yeah. so why does it happen what is uh, i would say what is the psychology behind this uh so there's no definite psychology behind it but there could be various reasons why this could be happening so i think first thing is that uh i feel like people make their resolutions you know mindlessly um yeah. it's a little harshly i'm putting but that's that's the truth you know that people don't reflect on why they are choosing a particular resolution so to speak or why are they promising themselves this thing i feel like it's very important to look back or even if you're looking forward because more, a lot of people are doing forward thinking during new years so it's a good idea to also sort of look back and see what has worked for you and what has not worked for you and if something has worked for you why has it worked for you so that you can replicate it and if something's not worked for you what was the reason why it did not work for you if you do not know that and every year if you're putting yourself in the same rut it is going to affect you that is of yeah. course that's the first thing that i feel like you know there is lack of reflection and it's just because oh we have to make a resolution so we're making a resolution it's there's no reflection or thought behind it so that's very important mm-hmm. number 2 is i feel like people tend to not focus on the process they focus more mm-hmm. on the goal the outcome and i feel like you need to give space for extraneous variables also you know mm-hmm. let's say you have decided that i'm going to lose 10 kgs of weight this year or 5 kgs of weight let's say there could be extraneous factors such as you know there was you you fell sick because of which you ha- you gained weight or there was some circumstances because of which you could not you know pursue that goal because there were other things mm-hmm. that were preoccupying so you need to you need to have space for factors that are not in your control you know yeah. so i feel like that that will only happen if you focus more on the process now in this particular resolution of weight loss you know you can focus more on the process that okay have what have i been doing in the whole journey that's more important mm-hmm. rather yeah. than achieving that 5 kgs of weight loss if you even been able to sort of consistently go to the gym or workout or you know if not every day then regularly you were able to maintain a certain pace for yourself mm-hmm. that's progress and that's that means you're meeting your resolution standards rather than thinking oh i did not lose 5 kgs of weight so i i failed because that's the mindset that you're always focusing on the goal you're not focusing on the process so i feel like the process hmm. is very important because the process also includes and makes space for the external variables which are beyond your control so i think that is the other thing the third thing i always feel is consistency slips happen to the best of us to everyone slip is going to happen okay you are going to slip up you are going to stop at some point you are going to have days when you're going to feel defeated you're going to feel lack of motivation you're going to feel like i can't do this or i don't think i'm good enough for this or whatever i mean you'll have your moments of self doubt and you know insecurities and inferiority and all of those things but the idea is that once that passes once that wave passes you get back on the cycle again mm-hmm. the idea is that you are going to fall but get up again 
so if you've not been able to let's say go to the gym for one week that's okay start again from the next week rather than most people stop after that because they're like mm-hmm. oh ab do din to kya nahi hai so it's better let's not do it up anyways failed but that's not the sign of failure right so you have to tell yourself that no if i didn't do it for two days that's all right i'll start again from the third so you can always restart that's the key so mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that you're always restarting only that 365 days you're only restarting that is also not something that you should do but yes you can give yourself space for errors you can give yourself space for slip ups i think that's very important and, and uh, lastly i feel like it's also very important to i think show up for yourself a lot of people don't know why they are making this resolution what resolution they are making at why are you doing it for who are you doing it is and why is it so important for you let's say if you're doing it for yourself also then why is it so important you need to know that if you don't know why it's important for you if it's not because you have a particular health hazard that okay if i don't lose this much weight then i may sort of develop a particular medical condition so then it becomes all the more important for you right or uh, you know let's say if i don't stop smoking then you know it's going to affect me or you know or if i don't learn a particular skill for example then i will mm-hmm. not be able to get into a particular university or particular you know sort of whatever that you're seeking mm-hmm. um the idea is that it's you need to understand why you are taking a resolution because only when you know why you're doing it you will be able to show up for yourself and when i also say show up for yourself i don't just mean in the area of resolutions show up for yourself in small things also in other aspects of your life also because resolution is not an isolated thing it is part of your your life it's a part of your everyday yeah. life so let's say if you're not showing up for yourself in the rest of the day in other things that you're doing for example you've made a resolution for yourself that i'm going to learn violin today from this year and you're not doing other things in your life let's say you're not getting up on time you're not you're having good meal you're not uh, exercising and you're not doing uh, whatever you know that you're supposed to do you're not doing it in the right manner you're not showing up for yourself how do you expect you will be able to fulfill that particular resolution then so it's yeah. very important to pay attention to your other aspects of life also so if you start showing up for little things for yourself like making the bed in the morning if you're doing that much also that is in itself a motivation for you that you're exactly. showing up for yourself you're accountable to yourself and of course i always say you can always stretch it by sort of including more people so sometimes it helps if there are other people who are sort of counting on you to fulfill a particular goal or a particular you know sort of promise that you've made for yourself then it always helps because they're going to do check-ins with you so it helps hmm. because sometimes we, we can cheat with ourselves but you know it gets easier when there are other people who are supporting you in your journey so yeah i think that's something that one can do and that can help you sort of maintain a resolution yeah. yeah so this sort of answers the question that how to set effective resolution as well right yeah yeah and why some people are also not able to sort of follow through with it so i think it's both sometimes one element is missing or two three elements are missing and i think that's that sort of mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So in conclusion it is more about you know being mindful while making resolutions reflecting yeah. back from the last year what mistakes did you make and then focusing on them and improving them i would say being mindful and then uh, you talked about why do people make resolutions you should know why you are making not just for the sake of 
making resolution that whole society is doing it so i should also do it so that should not be there you should know what is your purpose to make the resolutions and you're talking about consistency so i would like to ask you that how to be consistent in following your resolutions so like i said i mean you are going to have slip ups and it's okay mm-hmm. you just get back on the cycle again you are going to have days when you're not going to be sort of following through with your promises your resolutions and that's all right but the idea is that once that wave passes get back on the cycle again start yeah. again that's the whole point yeah so in short do not give up like you sh- you know what your purpose was initially yeah so yeah. you should remind yeah. yourself that why did you start and then yeah. go with yeah. it it also helps i would also like to add sometimes for some people if you're someone who really wants to sort of have a resolution then you know decide for yourself that what works for you for some people having a long term resolution works let's say a resolution that they've made for an entire year Hmm. maybe you're not that person that works for you so give yourself smaller resolution so let's say have a new resolution for yourself every month 12 months 12 yeah. resolution or a same same particular goal but you can break it down to 12 steps that gets easier so each yeah. month you're you're particularly achieving a particular milestone rather than you know just expecting it to happen in one go right so maybe you can tweak it a little be more creative with yourself like i said be gentle with yourself and make space hmm. for factors that are not in your control for factors that can come in that are unexpected that are extraneous and that can change your plan but trust that the process is more important than achieving that goal so yeah yeah that's that's really helpful the points you shared and that would be helpful for people thank you for putting those up and i would like to ask you one more question that what are some small habits like resolutions we make you know bigger goals that okay this year i will achieve this goal like you said mm-hmm. get into a university or go to gym regularly but then there are some small habits like you mentioned that making your bed when you wake up so these mm-hmm. are some small habits so what are some small habits that can help people making their lifestyle more better so that ways i feel like this question is very it sounds like a very simple question but i feel like uh, uh, there can be lots and lots of small habits one can have that can sort of always and depending on what personality type you are it can always differ differ from one person to other so but right now generically speaking if i have to say which should apply for most people if not for all then i would say number one is to have sleep hygiene i'm very very particular about sleep not just personally but with my clients and in general also i always stress that you know sleep is more important than food and water person can live without food and water for days but you cannot live without sleep for days yeah. if you do that you're going to go crazy you are going to develop symptoms of hallucinations delusions and all kinds of things you will lose your brain functions so mm-hmm. people take sleep very you know lightly and they take it for granted you know that oh uh, i or they take pride in the fact that oh i can you know stay up late and i can you know uh, yeah, i don't I need do. that much i can function on and it's a very asian mindset it's a very indian mindset to overwork or to not invest in sleep I always tell people please invest in a good sleep regimen invest in sleep hygiene you make your sleep a priority and if someone doesn't know what sleep hygiene is please refer to my podcast there's an episode on sleep hygiene 
routine they can refer to it i strongly suggest one is that second is hmm. i think it really benefits if you maintain a journal now journaling some people might say oh i'm not such a writer i don't like writing or something then i always say that journaling doesn't have to be that you have to write essays and essays yeah journaling can be just pointers just take a pen and just put a point that's it just just if you don't like writing doodle you can also doodle you can do something that works for you but use a pen and paper rather than your mobile phone but maintain a journal that sort of gives you an outlet to organize your thoughts in the way that works best for you most importantly hmm. and journaling also sort of gets gives you a sense of clarity and that sense of control because in yeah. life you don't really have control on most things but journaling sort of gives you that sense of control that yeah okay i have this sorted out or i have this structured so i think that really helps i think third is i would say definitely definitely workout now i know it's not something that everybody wants to hear but uh, <laughs> even i don't like to hear that so workout depends if you are not someone who likes to go to gym or do something workout can be anything for 15 minutes every day just 15 15 minutes is not a lot is not a lot of time that you can devote to yourself like it's just 15 minutes just do some skipping just walk run play with your pet play with your children run around them do something but those 15 minutes it has to be active you have to be actively involved 15 to 20 minutes in giving your body that most needed workout um fourth i would say cuddle i feel like it's very important to cuddle and hug I, touch is very important most people don't feel seen don't feel heard don't feel like someone notices them because there's such lack of touch and in our culture in general in family systems touch is not so actively practiced yeah. that is why i stress on the fact that you have to find reasons and ways to emote through touch become more tactile expressive if you are mm-hmm. someone who doesn't have a partner to cuddle with or then cuddle your pets cuddle your children cut uh, sorry if you're someone who's single and don't have anyone you don't even have pets you don't have a partner then hug your uh, you know friends and you know you don't have to hug if you're not comfortable with hugs then just you know just doing a high five or just sort of you know um touching someone on the shoulder when you like a joke someone has cracked just these mm. small things in itself can make a lot of difference it brings mm. that connectedness that we all crave at the end of the day we all want to feel connected we all want to feel like we are part of something big so i think that mm. really helps lastly i would say do things for yourself that can be anything for example you can dress up for yourself uh, you know just you don't even if you don't have to go out you don't have to go for work just even if you the whole day at home just wear the best clothes that you want to wear for yourself i don't do things for others always i mean do some things for yourself now it's for that i mean an extended version of that would be like if you're not someone who likes dressing then indulge in healthy forms of self care for yourself that could look like anything for you maybe that's just sort mm-hmm. of you know taking a long bubble bath or you know let's say reading a nice novel uh, or just sitting and having a nice cup of tea you know outside or you know whatever i mean just 
making food for yourself nice tasty food for yourself it can be anything so whatever works for you that is healthy most important i think you should definitely take out time one hour for yourself if you're doing something separate if not if like let's say dressing up for yourself cannot be like a one hour thing you are so that's it but anything but just indulge take out time for yourself and do things for yourself i think that's very important and yeah. Lastly I would say take 3 deep breaths in the day at any time ideally I would prefer when you wake up or before going to bed take 3 deep breaths from your belly exhaling through your mouth okay it's very important just pause 3 deep breaths not asking a lot not asking anyone to meditate just 3 deep breaths that make a lot of difference that helps you ground so yeah mm-hmm. i hope that answers yeah actually like that was really beautiful thank you for sharing and one thing i would say that uh, you were talking about sleep so i have seen a lot of people like my mother only says that 5 to 6 hours of sleep is enough even one of my friends says that 4 hours of uh, sleep is enough i'm like no, how is no, this possible you need no, at least yeah yeah those you cannot if you want to function at an optimum level you need to give your body that much needed rest of 8 hours exactly. 7 to 8 hours must every day i understand there can be times when you know one can get busy or they can have something else going on and they cannot devote that much time but it should not become like a habit it should not become like the second nature that oh i don't sleep that much i survive on 3 hours of sleep every day and look at me i'm doing so well uh, that's not something to feel proud of because right now maybe at that age or whatever stage in life that person is it's not affecting them right now but eventually yeah. it's going to affect them in the long run sleep is connected to your mood sleep is connected to your appetite sleep is connected to your bowel movements sleep is connected to your skin uh, hair so much sleep is so important mm-hmm. right so you could have all kinds of physical ailments or you know dietary issues weight issues skin issues hair issues if you don't sleep well so i feel like half the job is done if you're sleeping well yeah so like wake up early wake up early we hear that a lot if you want to wake up early then sleep early i would say yes, you cannot sleep at 12 am and then wake up at 5 or 6 and then yeah. feel good i don't think it's it's a it's yes. a good practice or a habit i'd say then about hugs i uh, just want to share one thing that a few months back i guess i was just going through something and then, then i googled that how many hugs for a day is good for your body and then was it was showing around 8 hugs a day is must is a must for you know being healthy so yeah touch is really really important it it makes you feel good about yourself so yeah. i really like that point i, I actually loved that point so yeah thank you for sharing so thank lastly you. we have i guess covered everything but lastly i would like to ask you that how to actually set effective resolutions i know that you have answered this earlier as well but then i want you to put it in short that how to set effective resolutions so you know you'd asked me the first question also that you know why do you think it doesn't work for most people so yeah. i forgot to add at that time that you know a lot of times resolution also gives the idea of restriction right and most people don't like being put in boxes or giving like you know sort of setting a rule or you know having some kind of impositions on them so i feel like just the idea of restriction motivates people to trespass it 
you know so that is why also a lot of people are not able to stick with their resolutions or promises that they make for themselves if you hmm. to answer your current question i would just say that simplify it for yourself let's say if resolutions don't work for you have an affirmation if affirmation doesn't work for you have an intention for yourself you know any intention when i'm saying intention that by default means that you've reflected you have given you know some mindful thought to it and that's when you're yeah. sort of making that intention if your intention is not working for you then just have a broad theme for an entire year it cannot be don't put brackets so let's say you can have a theme for one word themes for yourself or oh, this year my theme is going to be growth so it can happen and it can come in different ways shapes sizes you know whatever yeah. or my theme is going to be love or my theme is going to be you know peace whatever so define yourself like that let's see if that's also not working for you then you can you know decide what you want to let go of rather than making a promise that oh this is what yeah. i do so look back and decide what is it that's not working for you so far what is it that's not serving you what narratives are the things that you want to let go of that you are using for yourself for as an excuse for example i am not good with money because i haven't opened my fd account or i haven't invested in stocks or i haven't invested in different ways or whatever you know those are excuses those are narratives you've been giving to yourself but is it really yeah. helping you to become that financial person that you want to become you know no so then let go of that narrative ask hmm. yourself what are you willing to let go are you willing to let go of people willing to let go of relationships of things it can be things also materialistic things also or some ideas or narratives about yourself so whatever it is so you can make it like that you know or i mean if nothing is working for you take a chill pill you don't need a resolution just go with the flow yeah. and see if how the year turns out for you just keeping a positive mindset and a hopeful mindset most importantly so that's what i'm going to say i think i feel like resolution is not just the way to go about there are so many variations that are available pick and choose that works the best for you yeah so uh, like you said change the narratives so i read this in the book you can heal your life that when you clean your house you look for the things that are in use but then they have just a little dust around them you just clean them and keep them there and then there are some things that need to be you know renovated so you just mm. make them you know better or just you renovate them in short mm. and then there are mm. things that you have to let go of the clothes in yeah. your wardrobe that that are not in use anymore the yeah. the utensils in your kitchen that are not in use anymore so you let go of those things same yes. with the mind that when new year arrives you just sit back and look for the thoughts or for the relationships or for the things in your life that you want to let go of or the things you want to keep in it is really a beautiful thing to work on to reflect back that yeah. what are those things that you don't want in your life anymore and then just throw them from your life or just uh, extract them and the life would be i think better so uh, lastly i would like to ask you a question that we ask every guest so what do you think the baby state of mind is and how can we achieve it so from what i understand i feel like what you're referring to is inner child and yeah. um, i strongly feel like inner child work is very very important being a psychologist a clinical psychologist and a trauma therapist i strongly do believe in inner child work 
because you know sometimes in our lives it happens to all of us i mean without exception i would say that people in your life are not able to meet you how you want them to meet you or how you want them to show up in your life so you will have some unmet desires you will have some kind of unfulfilled expectations or needs and it's very important that you show up for them you reparent yourself you you become that person for yourself that provides or that fulfills that gap that you are expecting others to fill in and at the end of the day i i always feel like you are your biggest savior so i think doing a lot of inner work in a child work is primarily to that because once you start doing your inner child work you become aware of your vulnerabilities because a child is the most vulnerable uh, you know they are the most open also forgiving they're very forgiving they're very open they are not held with any biases so you get in touch with the most vulnerable aspects of yourself the most the origins of who you were you know before anything else mm-hmm. before you became the person that you are today and i think getting close to that makes you you more self aware helps you change a lot of things about your life and about yourself or how you view the world around you and just makes life easier and simpler for you and get makes it better to sort of be with yourself most important because at the end of the day i think the biggest issue that most people have is that they cannot just be with themselves they're always searching something or the other to fill that void and i feel like once you are in touch with your inner child you become comfortable with who you are and what yeah. you are so yeah So I feel yes that's very important this work is very very important yeah that's really beautiful like the way you shared everything in our child work is really important and that is what we are trying to do here with the help of this podcast even if it affects one person if even one person gets you know aided from this podcast then i think our efforts are worthy so yeah that's really important and thank you thank you again so much for joining this conversation was really beautiful very insightful and the way you kept every point so beautifully that was really amazing i would say so thank you thank, thank you again you. for thank joining you, thank you for this beautiful opportunity and i wish you lots and lots of success and lots of good vibes your way yeah thank you so much that means a lot Thank you everyone for listening to this episode. We are really grateful for your kindness, for your support, for your love. Thank you for always 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 supporting us, sharing feedbacks with us. Keep sharing so that we can grow together. If you have any queries or if you want to share any feedbacks with us, you can share with us on our Instagram with the username the baby break podcast or our website which is www.thebabybrain.in let's meet in the next episode till then take care of yourselves have a happy happy sunday and keep smiling happy new year may this year brings a lot of positivity in your life and a lot of happiness and a lot of growth in your life bye bye